Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. The recent budget handed down was not good news for the homeless. Jason is one of the managers of the Salvos policy units and he shares stats about homelessness that most of us are probably unaware of. Well, the, yeah, the federal budget was pretty disappointing um, for you know anybody that comes to the Salvation Army for help. Um, there's a lot of attention given to how low the, the new start allowance is for unemployed people, for instance, or youth allowance. Uh, and the need to kind of pull people out of uh, the poverty that they're assigned to at that level. But that was um, really completely ignored in the budget. And, uh, you know, the people that are coming to us for help in emergency relief or in homelessness uh, really are no better off than they were before the budget. Has it been ignored in the past as well? The level of income support payments uh, has been ignored for a long time. The the base allowance of Newstart hasn't been changed for about 25 years uh, and it's really fallen behind as rental prices have increased across the country. We had some hope that uh, the Commonwealth Government was starting to pay attention to the housing crisis last year when they began to make some budget commitments towards that. But those budget commitments need to be done every year for about 20 years, and uh, they stopped after one. Right. The housing situation, essentially, is the result of the decline of decades now, which is why it needs such a long-term plan, and why uh, Major Brendan Nottle, in his walk from Melbourne to Canberra last year, said what we need is a long-term strategy, a bipartisan strategy from both sides of government around dealing with the housing crisis in this country for people who are on low income. Yeah. Uh, that's what's needed, and unfortunately, uh, that hasn't been given any attention at all. What are some of the current figures for homelessness in Australia? So the last census showed that uh, homelessness had actually increased about 14%, uh, that it's now about 116,000 people uh, on census night were homeless. Yeah. Um, just way too many in a country like this. In addition, uh, you know, those people who are trying to access housing that's affordable for them, um, particularly for people on low incomes. There's 200,000 people on the social housing waiting list. Uh, And, of course, with that many people on the waiting list, there's a whole lot more who would go on it who just don't bother because they know it's a wait of years or maybe they'll never get to the top of that list. Yeah. So surely all those people aren't on the street, are they? They're not all on the street. So the definition of homelessness includes a whole range of kind of insecure versions of housing. So that might be that you're sleeping on a friend's couch for the night, or it might be that you're in, you know, a three-bedroom house, but actually there's 15 people living in it. Um, It might be that you're in a caravan park or, uh, you know, sleeping in a car. So there's a whole range of variants, but all of them are held together by the fact that what you have is, is not a home, whether that's a place under a bridge or a place that you might not be able to live in tomorrow, there's no sense of the kind of security that many of us take for granted. Yeah. I did an interview with a woman who was sleeping in the car with her children and the car was repossessed because she couldn't afford it anymore and she told the guy who took it away, you're taking away our home. Yeah. Absolutely. And unfortunately, that's the case for way too many people across this country. And it doesn't need to be that way. You know, it's not that we can't afford to do something about it. It's that our government is making different choices about where it wants to put its money. If we look back over the last hundred or so years, how does it compare? Is it? It's definitely way worse. So we, we had a period, uh, you know, following on from the, the Second World War and kind of into the 70s 
70s and early 80s in Australia where, uh, you know, public housing was a growth area and we built, uh, you know, thousands of public housing units per year because we, you know, were in a society that genuinely cared about people who couldn't afford the private rental market, uh, you know, that might have been unemployed for a short period of time or maybe even a longer period of time. Yeah. Um, But that stopped in the 80s and that uh, capacity for us to house people on really low incomes uh, disappeared and that percentage of social housing has declined to the point where, uh, you know, instead of it being uh, in countries like the UK, around 19% of housing is social housing. Uh, for us in Victoria at the moment, it's around 3% and the, the national average is just over 4 um, It's a tiny proportion of housing for people on low income. Yeah. Why did it stop in the 80s? Uh, it stopped because there was a different kind of economic argument uh, around what was important to our society. Um, became about you know a different way of viewing budgets and investing in housing, you know, for people who are who are you know poor, kind of the Aussie battlers. Yeah. Uh, ceased to become something that government wanted to do. They wanted to invest their money in different things. Um, and at the time, it wasn't uh, immediately critical because the housing market was different to the market we have today. Yeah. But as housing prices have gone up, that lack of investment in the lower end of housing has become really highlighted. I remember what Jesus' words were when he said, you'll always have the poor with you. Yeah, well, it's it's interesting how people kind of read that. You know, for some people, it's an excuse to do nothing about poverty. Yeah, right. Uh, and for others, myself included, uh, you know, it's an ongoing kind of challenge to all of us. You know, Jesus spent his lifetime with the poor and marginalised people of his society, invested in them in ways that transformed their lives yeah. rather than leaving them to, you know, just be a constant factor in the background. So our calling as Christians is to... Uh, you know, try and realise, uh, you know, our part of uh, working with God to, to make this kingdom a reality on earth as Jesus prayed. What is a simple way that we can help this? Because we look at this huge problem, we think, what can I do? You know what I mean? But it, what can we do? Look, it is big, um, but I guess part of what I'm really interested in uh, is for people to kind of make their votes count too. This won't change until housing becomes a political issue. Right. So as people, you know, write to their local member of parliament and say, I'm really concerned about housing and homelessness in Australia, um, whether they join a campaign like the Everybody's Home campaign at the moment that's arguing for those kind of things, um, you know, those kind of things actually really count. Of course, it helps to donate to organisations like the Salvation Army that are doing work directly with homelessness, but it also has to be uh, something that matters on the political level. Uh, and that happens by engaging with our politicians. But do you think it could be a case of the bigger the freeways you build, the more cars will go on it? Um, no, actually, it tends not to be the case. There's, there's certainly some, yeah, some very solid research uh, in the area of road transport saying exactly what you've mentioned, that uh, it, it just fills up every time you add a new lane. Um, but... Uh, you know, there are different kind of demographics around the number of people that exist kind of in poverty in the country. And in fact, in, since, uh, you know, William Booth, the founder of the Salvation Army's time, uh, that's been around the 10% mark, uh, you know, people who who really can't, um, you know, survive on their own for some point in time. For some people, that's a long time. For some, it's, uh, you know, much shorter. Yeah.
Um, but it, it, it's been actually pretty static. What's different at the moment is that those people are at much greater risk of becoming homeless. That's Jason, one of the managers of the Salvos policy units. This is Light and Life. To contact us, go to salvos.org.au slash radio.